Sims, you're now tuned in to another opinionated episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, covering every topic in the world of gaming that we can think of. Gaming is our passion, and podcasting is our profession. Celeb and Bolts podcasting since 2011. The Second Opinion Podcast starts now. The world of podcasting. <laughs> Mr. Krabs. <laughs> it's been put on hold again. What's up, guys? Just waiting on you. I know. It's just waiting on me. Always. It's, it's Celeb back again. Another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Episode number 223. 323. <laughs> what? 323. You freaking Whatever, psycho. bro. I mean, come Am on. I I'm like, what happened? Episode 323 of the Second Opinion <clears throat> Podcast is here. It's your boy, Celeb, back again, joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. What is up, bro? Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> Not being. Um, so if you're listening to this episode, you could probably tell we got a new intro by uh, George Padalo, uh, Pat- Padelli. Padelli? Platagoshin. <laughs> I can't stand you. Platipus. George. Repairing the Platipus. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> a great, great at what he does. So big shout out to him for doing this awesome new intro. Um, and uh, it sounds fantastic. Thank uh, you, sir. Yes. Thank you, sir. Yes, you did an amazing job. So with that being said, um, we're going to go ahead and get down into... How has life been treating you, and what have you been gaming? So, Bolts, how's life, and what you been gaming? Life is good, man. Just, you know, let's <laughs> do my thing, bro. Just letting it hang and fly and roll, bro. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, life is, uh, life is good, man. Um, <clears throat> I officially, that uh, I, I know why I work two jobs all the time. I am physically bored at the house. Yeah. You know, I can only game so much. Uh, of the same stuff all the time. And yes, I know I have Game Pass and I can download all of this stuff, but I've played all of this stuff for the most part. Um, but no, it's it's all good in the hood. It's all good in the hood. Uh, just working, man. Get yeah. facing the, um, um, I got uh, Little League Games to Umpire on Friday and Mo- on Friday and Saturday. Cool. I'm going to go see, uh, go see my little man on Sunday. We're going to cool. go watch The Unholy. The what? The Unholy. It's a, it's a scary movie that just came out. Hmm. I don't think I've heard of that. Yeah, super excited. It's gonna be great. Okay, I think it's got um, what's his um, only known by his character name, uh, Negan, from The Walking Dead. Oh, he's in. Is it, it Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Is that who? Yeah, that is? I think yeah, so. I think he's in it. Huh. So. I don't think I've heard. But of it's it. all been good, man. Cool. It's all been good. Well, I've been working a lot, of course. Uh, I got today off, and who is had... Douglas? Huh? Who's Douglas? Doug that used to work at the store. Oh, is that who's cutting for you today? Not today, but oh. next Wednesday. Who's cutting today? Chris is cutting today. Oh. From Chandler. Anyways, outside of My the... <laughs> things have been crazy. Uh, been working a lot, but got today off. and got next Wednesday off as well. Um, it's very nice to relax. Um, and me and Dara both got the day off today. So we went and did some adulting this morning and bought a dishwasher. Oh, good job, y'all. <clears throat> Whatever. 
Um, I'm excited. Uh, it's an LG, you know. Uh, it's got a bunch of different little stuff in there. You can adjust the racks. Adult, you know, old people stuff. But anyways, um, <clears throat> gaming-wise, I uh, have been playing a good chunk. Um, I got to say this loud and clear. Fuck you, Elvin, for inviting me to Warzone last night just to kick me out of the game. How fucking dare you kick your boy Caleb out of the party in the midst of... Of me playing. I posted that shit on social that we were about to play. And you kick me out of the party just to let someone else play? I know where you live. And I'm not going to do nothing about it outside of talk shit on the podcast. Okay? Anyways, so... <laughs> be at work tomorrow at 7. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Be at work tomorrow at 7. Um, no, but uh, I was going to play Warzone with Elvin and them last night. But, you know, got kicked. Because they had, you know, one of Mr. Big's best friends come up in there. Hmm. When are we going to play Call of Duty? Who? You and me. I don't play Warzone, so probably okay, never. Okay, well, let's play Call of Duty. Didn't I'm, you say I'm, something about redownloading World War II? Yeah, but, I, I, but I'm on it constantly in the afternoon when everyone else is at work. So I can't really change the time schedule for everyone. You can just get on later. I go to bed later. You go to bed later? I know. Whenever y'all finally you could go to, you can get on there at seven o'clock. I'm usually we, watching TV, by the okay, way. Okay, well, fuck your TV. We can play World War II together. Anyways, um, but I've been playing uh, Warzone, been playing Black Ops Cold War, um, the outbreak uh, outbreak mode. Um, I didn't have this in the topics, but there was a video released recently. Well, not released, leaked recently that showed the new Warzone map, and it was. Um, like, you know, Cold War themed and all this other stuff. And I mean, it looks cool, but I'll have to kind of see it a little bit more to get excited about it. But um, I've also been playing. Um, there's a few other things I've been playing. And I'm trying to think of what they are. Jeez, what's wrong with me? Marvel's Avengers um, by Square Enix was playing that actually last night because it just released. Um, on PlayStation Now, which we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, and I've been playing uh, It Takes Two, um, which is a fantastic game. If you haven't had a chance to to play it, um, you should definitely play it. Um, it is actually done by Hazelight Studios, which did... Um, what was the Prison Break game, Bolts? Uh, way out, or way out. Yeah, yeah. Um, they did that, and this is the same uh, style of game and everything like that. It's about a a husband and a wife that um, work a lot um, and have a very strained relationship. Um, at the beginning of the game, it's basically at the point that they've come to the decision to make, get a divorce, and their daughter, you know, kind of cries a little bit. And she got this book, and one thing leads to another, and their souls get transferred into these two dolls that she made of her parents. And then they have to work together to, of course, get back to their daughter. And there's this book that is very obnoxious, and uh, it's a it's a pretty fun game. At first, it was a little boring. Like me and Daryl were talking about that earlier. Um, it was a little boring at first, but after you kind of get the hang of it. 
um, it gets really cool. Like there's these modes that like she'll have a hammer, like the head of a hammer that's talking to you or whatever else, and she can use it to climb up on stuff. And I have these nails that I can like throw to to nail certain things together so she can platform to something else and I can call them back. And it's, I mean, it's pretty cool. I've been pretty surprised by it, but it's kind of an emotional game though, too, because there's a, like a moment to where they're talking to their daughter about getting a divorce and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it just sucks. I like, I never want to have that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's, I mean, for real, just watching it, I was sitting there thinking, I don't think I'd be able to stomach something like that to sit down with my kids and say, hey, listen, me and your mom decided to get a divorce. Um, divorce is just a tough thing in general. Um, but, I mean, it, it I dealt did, with I, it I, all I, my life. I will say this. I, well, I'm not getting to that whole family subject anyways. Go ahead. Because d- divorce, divorce can be easy if you make it that way. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But, you know, in my situation... My dad and my mom both got married five times. What? No. <laughs> Anyways, in my situation, um, my my parents were married a lot. So it was very confusing to me whenever I was younger. But um, outside of, of just playing that, which me and Dara are having a ton of fun with, um, we're also, I've also been playing... Um, back through Days Gone. Um, and I am loving my time with this game. The PS5 update on Days Gone is impeccable. Um, I mean, the visuals are stunning. The frame rate is unbelievable. And I, I think I just have an overall better feel for the game um, at this point in time. Bolts, you've seen me play Days Gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's gorgeous. Yes, I have. Yeah. I had my mic on mute. My bad. <laughs> uh, it's a gorgeous game. It really no, it is. is, and and I'm glad you're that you're getting into it a little bit better, going back and and diving into it more because because we saw gameplay footage when it first came out. I I saw gameplay footage. Um, you didn't. Yeah, I'm just playing. <laughs> now, um, since I don't have a PlayStation, of course, the only thing I could look at was gameplay footage and so yeah. on and so forth. It looked like it in an in, in insane game to play at, mm-hmm. at times. Absolutely, I don't know about the explore exploration and, mm-hmm. and looting and stuff like that. Yeah, but just the 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 pure anxiety of watching someone run from that horde up through that barn up onto the thing. I was just like, bro, yeah, you know. So I mean, it, it like I think you would respect the game. <clears throat> Probably more than what I do because I, I like the game. I mean, I, I I love the game. Let me say that. But I think that you would love it even more because the traversal, first off, the you know you have to drive from one area to another. Right. They don't have fast travel. You know, you it's kind of like Red Dead, but you're on a motorcycle. Right, and I I love that aspect of video games. Now, don't get don't get it twisted. Fast travel definitely has its advantages. Oh yeah, it does. If if you're playing on a map, that's just Fucking huge, yeah. you know, like the like the old school um, Morrowind. Oh yeah, oh, bro, <laughs> it's like real time getting from one end yeah. to the other map. Yeah, but but what that does is that forces you to actually interact with your environment and the game itself to everything that's going around. So that's definitely definitely cool. Yeah, and it's it it really is because there's a lot of times like I still don't have a lot of the map unlocked. Like, and I have a good chunk of it unlocked so far. So, because I just transferred my save data from my PS4 to my PS5, and 
it, it's just weird, man. It's weird. Like, I don't know why I didn't like this game when it first came out. I guess it's just because I had too many other games I was going to say, playing. I bet you has a bunch of other stuff that, that came out at the same time. That's what I do time. sometimes. I always end up, like, getting... I don't know that's why, why I That's why I'm it. so picky, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get all the games. I know. Like, oh, yes. And uh, I put some of the really good ones on the back burner. Now, I still feel... Ha- I still have my same feeling about Horizon Zero Dawn, though. Like... I think Horizon Zero Dawn is a beautiful game. I think the story of Horizon Zero Dawn is good, and a lot of the concepts of Horizon Zero Dawn are good, but there's just, I don't know, bro. Something about the game, it just doesn't attract me like all these other games do. Right. And, and as much as I hate saying it, Death Stranding was the same way, bro. Like, Death Stranding seemed a lot of slow to me. Yeah, bro, yeah. Um, everybody says how amazing, like, I've, I've not, I haven't watched any spoilers. I haven't watched a lot of it, like... I played a, a little chunk of the game, but man, it's just, whew, it's a weight. Not just on your character's back, right? but literally just a weight. It's, there's it's like so the much. first four hours of the original oh, Mass man. Effect. It was beautiful, yeah. too. Like that first scene, they had this really cool, abstract kind of music playing. And I mean, it was great. But then whenever I started realizing the tasks that you had to do and everything you had to go through and all that, it was just too much for me to deal with. So... Um, I'm, I may jump back into that in the long run, but at this point in time, it ain't going to happen. Um, but anyways, so we got a good show for you guys today. Um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, uh, so we're going to go ahead and jump down into it. So Bolts. What up, G? Let's talk. What are we talking? Our, our gaming topics. Our gaming topics. Uh Uno, one. Number one. Topic one, bro. All right, um, Atomic Heart gameplay um, has fin- has finally uh, approached itself. Um, Atomic Heart, Hark, <laughs> Atomic Heart. Um, I first saw this probably many years ago. I, I want to say five, even maybe six years ago. I saw something about it, read a little bitty piece about it. Um, at first, originally, I thought it was going to be a. I thought it was just a PlayStation Five or PlayStation exclusive at that time. Um, and of course, now with it being developed and where it's at, it's going to come to all all platforms as it so it seems. Um, Atomic Heart definitely is a uh, a Bioshock feel. Um, it's that that whole you know cyborg kind of messed up environment where you can you can do augmentations to your body and so on and so forth. Now, Atomic Heart is a first person shooter. Um, it basically what it is is it's set during um, as as far as like if Russia advanced in yeah. technology way beyond everybody else in a hurry, yeah, and and just kind of it, and and it goes from there. I mean, it says uh, it's an open world RPG uh, set in an alternate reality where the US the USSR has made substantial technology advancements that push it decades ahead ahead of any other world power. You play as a special KGB agent named P3. Armed with uh, a, a robust uh, selection of firearms, melee weapons, um, you'll 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 be able to travel across all kinds of environments. Um, apparently, there's there's all kinds of secrets about the Soviet Union's creations. Um, well, you know, and, and so on and so forth. You'll be fighting cyborgs. You'll be fighting all kinds of little um, little bug creatures, little nightmares that just like whole ass across the screen that come after you. Um, and it's just it, it it looks it looks very in, inviting. It's definitely my type of game right off the bat. Yeah. Um, that there's there's this this uh, uh, screenshot 
from Game Informer, where they where he's holding this, uh, where the character is holding the melee the melee weapon. Yeah. He's got two saw blades, and he's got this this creature coming out. It looks like a clicker. Yeah. From uh from the uh, the last of us, it's got his guts hanging out. It just looks. And then there's another character uh, enemy in the background who's, who's kind of kneeling. Is like ah, got his head split open. It just looks really really intense. Just from from the little bits that I've seen here and there. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see where, where I, uh, truly where this is going to go yeah. as far as the story and so on and so forth. Because, of course, we don't have much of a story besides the fact that the USSR has made technical advances. Um, yeah. So there's not much behind that. Um, there is, there, there's not a, uh, an announcement for, uh, for launch date, which is definitely okay. Uh, it's supposed to come to PS5, Xbox X, um, PlayStation 4, and Xbox O. So... And PC, but um, it definitely looks a lot of fun, man. It looks a lot of fun. It looks like my type of game for sure. Yeah, it definitely looks wild. The gameplay that I'm watching right now, it's dudes kind of like looking around, but there's these giant like bubbled areas of water that people are trapped into. It looks very kind of, <clears throat> I wouldn't say post-apocalyptic, but it seems like some crazy ass shit has happened for sure. And he's like what Bolt said, you're not just taking on mutated people you're also taking on you know uh, robots you're taking on um androids uh you're taking on you know weird mutations you're uh, from what it seems you're even going to take on things that are growing in the world so it looks wild and originally i think me and bolts were on two different pages because he thought it was a playstation exclusive i thought it was an xbox xbox exclusive because they showed at first. Was it when we were at E3? I don't remember, but see, it's funny because I have a buddy named John uh-huh. that I actually saw him in the movie theater, and he's the one who actually said something about it. And I went and looked it up, and um, and that's when I first, when I really first read into yeah. it. And and I saw John. I don't. That's like I said so many years ago at the movie theater when he asked me about it. And of course, I told him I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah. But like I said, and and at that time, I thought he said it was a PlayStation Five, and that's what I th- PlayStation Five, PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, and that's what I, I thought. I thought I had read as well. I think so. there's a lot of there was a lot of confusion because whenever it first got announced, pretty sure it was in 2017 um, or 2016 or whatever else. I, I'm almost certain it was 2017, but it looks effed up. That's the best way of saying it. And uh, it looks crazy. It looks like a really weird, um, I guess, mix of like Borderlands and Bioshock. But you know, it's good. Um, I'm watching them fight this this creature mm-hmm. in this one environment. And it reminds me a lot to like the uh, the shaded creatures mm-hmm. from uh, from Cre- from Prey, the second game. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So and and I, I man, it looks. Oh, I can't it looks wait, crazy man. for sure. But it says, like what Bolt said, it says uh, it will launch on PlayStation Five or on PlayStation consoles, Xbox, and PC. I'm guessing all at the same time. That was cool. Yeah, he had this. He just did this special. Um, I guess like the special move or whatever he yeah. had, where he kind of like put his finger up in like an L. It was like focusing on the creature. Everything went black, and you could see like this orange particles of where the creature was running. Oh, that's pretty. Like awesome. through the walls and stuff. That was cool. Yeah, but it like what Bolt said. I mean, it's just a it's a weird mix of everything. It's like you know, Borderlands, BioShock, 
Um, you know, Fallout. Um, good lord, my phone turned up. Um, it's it's crazy, honestly. So I'm very excited to to see what they're going to do with this series um, or this game as a whole. Um, I really I don't know exactly what is going to be the case, but I'm excited. I'm super excited. So, with that being said, our next topic is another crazy topic as well. Um, it's very confusing, but uh, the ESA has officially confirmed that E3 2021 is indeed happening and will be an all-virtual event. That means the show will take place over the internet instead of the LA Convention Center and will run June 12th to June 15th. The ESA did not uh, provide any specific details uh, as to what the format will be of the event. They only say that they'll be working with media partners and developers to bring the latest games and announcements directly to players for free. Now, mind you, at first, from what it seemed, when this was first announced, um, it was going to be a pay-to-watch experience. Really? And I think a lot of people got upset about it, and they canceled it, and all this other shit went on. And um, well, yeah, because they because they would stream yeah. that stuff, yeah, on a regular basis. Yeah, because because even if still even if it was a pay to watch event, all these other places out there could easily host free to watch uh-huh. events. But it says the ESA has now confirmed the following companies will be part of E3. 2021 Nintendo, Microsoft, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take Two Interactive, Warner Brother Games, and uh, Notch Media. So, <sighs> I don't really know what to say about it. You know what I'm saying? It says you've likely noticed that Sony uh, is noticeably, though unsurprisingly, absent from the list. There's always a chance that the company could join later. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think Sony is going to join. I don't think a lot of these other companies are going to join because especially right now, there's not a point of doing it. Like, they can just do it themselves. And, and, and yeah, if they're going to do a virtual set, then... Do then it yourself. I, yeah, just do it yourself. And and that's and that, well, that's what Sony did last year. In the year you know what I'm saying? So I think Nintendo and, <clears throat> and Microsoft hopped onto it because they, they've had a good relationship with the ESA. Yeah. Um. But <clears throat> as a whole, I just, it doesn't make, you know, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Like they've, they've, it's like they're just, I have a lot of respect for the ESA. Let me say it like this. I have a lot of respect for the ESA. I think that they've tried to make strides to improve their showcase and make things more um, fan friendly and developer friendly over the last couple of years, but they still have work to do. I've said this on the last couple of episodes. They need to rework their system and rework how they um, how they do things, how how much they charge the de- the developers. There was obviously a point in time that things were great and the agreements were amazing, and then people at the ESA were like, "We need to start making more money." You know, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah. Right. You know, and then this shit happened. You know, Sony dropped, and all these other companies dropped. Activision isn't part of it. Um, you know, so I look at it too, like, you know, we've seen how successful a lot of these other streaming events have been. The game awards is extremely successful, showing off unbelievable unannounced games, the Microsoft live streams, 
PlayStation live streams and even Nintendo live streams have all been amazing. You know, they have millions upon millions of views on each one of their videos live. So why, you know, why go through the trouble of doing it? I guess it's just more or less that they're trying to do something different different, and, and try to, you know, bring back um, E3 to an extent. It says, we are evolving this year's E3 into a more inclusive event, but will still look to excite their fans with major reveals uh, and insider opportunities that make this event um, an indispensable center stage for video games. So... I don't know, Bolts. We've talked about it a lot. Yeah, know. it's just it's just one of those things, and and I hate to change the subject real quick because okay. I think we're about finished with this. But I'm watching as you were talking and was listening. I was you know feedback. I was watching this Atomic Heart gameplay, and he walks into this to the shack. He it's like this little house with the shack and whatever. Mm-hmm. He walks into the shack. He picks up some items and he turns around. And there's this big ass black hole in the ground. <laughs> Right, uh-huh. and I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm expecting that something to jump out, and all of a sudden something grabs him from behind, and he jerks around, and I'm sitting, look at me, look at me, I said, I'm like, oh, <laughs> and there's no sound, no sound, <laughs> it's just a pure jump, this just scared the shit out of me. Well, and that I shows don't... you this how good of a game is gonna be. <laughs> I was like, well, damn. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, man, I mean, I think we're in the same exact boat. I think that you know, I think E3 is E3. It's hard not to get excited for E3. It's hard not to think about the spectacle of E3 and be like, man, I can't wait until game events exactly. start popping up again. But they got to rework things. They so. really do. They really do. And, and it's a sad thing because a lot of the the smaller companies that, you know, save up, I guess I say, I say save up, I save up and get their spot for E3 to showcase what they have. That is very important to them. Yeah. You know, Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, Ubisoft, uh, Square Enix, you know, stuff like that. They really don't need it. Yeah. But the smaller the smaller game, ga- gamer developers, they need it. So oh, yeah. They do. Um, Bolts, you got number three. Number three. Okay, let me get out of this gameplay trailer. <laughs> <laughs> let me show you. You're like, whoa! I know, bro. He just shit on the floor. I'm like, <laughs> there's shit on the walls. Uh, topic Uno Trace. <laughs> topic Uno Trace. <laughs> to- we skipped two, bro. Yeah, we skipped two. All right, so Game Pass for Xbox is an amazing thing. If no one knows this by now, it is an absolutely amazing thing. It is probably one of it, the biggest, if not. The biggest thing that truly, I in my in my opinion, has come to consoles, um, the ability to pay a single price for in in somewhat cases is almost unlimited gaming. Yeah, you know, um, it just it blows my mind how well and how much this has truly taken off for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just one of those things. So, um, <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. Um, I have an Xbox. Um, Caleb does not. You um, have Game Pass, though. Uh, but you do have Game Pass on your phone. Um, and that's I have. That I forgot to mention. I have been playing Game Pass. Um, I have Ultimate Game Pass, of course. That's with the Xbox Live mixed in, so it's like fourteen ninety nine a month. It's such a it's such an amazing deal. I don't get it why this has never been thought of before. But anyways, um, the reason this has really been brought to life because something huge was announced in the past couple of days. Um, MLB the Show, tw- twenty one. Is coming to Game Pass Xbox 
day one, which is freaking huge. I know it's a sports title. Absolutely. But this is the sports title for, for, for that was for Sony Interactive for the most part. Mm-hmm. This was an exclusive to Sony. Yes. Um, and to get this day one, download it, play. And, 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 and I say it's free because in some cases it is free. Yes. I'm paying $14.99 a month for it, but it's still free. That's... That's free when you think about exactly. all the games you can play. Exactly, and it's just that right there just shows you a, 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 just a tad bit of what the Game Pass is. It's 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 an amazing amazing thing, um, along with MLB The Show Twenty One, which is a huge deal. Which yeah. is huge, huge deal. We're gonna get um, uh, which is coming in April. Grand Theft Auto Five for the cloud and the console. Mm-hmm. Zombie Army Ar- uh, Zo- Zombie Army Four cloud console and PC. Uh, Disneyland Adventures for the cloud, Rush for the cloud, NHL 21 for the console, which I'm a huge hockey guy, so that's awesome. Rain on Your Parade, cloud console and uh, PC, which is which is id. Um, Pathway for the PC, and of course MLB The Show 21 for the cloud and the console. Xbox Game Pass is is doing doing great things, y'all. Um, if 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 you're unable to to have an Xbox and to experience. Um, Game Pass, or if you don't have a phone that can support Game Pass, it's something. It's 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 just amazing, and and that's just the tip of the barrel right there, just for this month. Yeah. You know, you're gonna get um that they have DLC and game updates for for almost everything that they have on the Game Pass. Now, does that mean that you get all that DLC for free, or does that mean that you like it's available? No, for for the for the most part, you still have to pay for. For it. the most part, you still have okay. to pay for the DLC yeah. and 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 any kind of special like skins and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Among Us Airship Update Gears 5 uh, Free Batista and Marcus skin Okay apparently that's free <laughs> uh, Grounded photo mode update um, Anybody know what grounded You know what grounded is No It's kind of like Honey I Shrunk the Kids uh, Oh yeah, yeah yeah It's the yeah. Uh, um, It's the Is it like a Battle Royale Or something I, I like think, that? Yeah Battle Royale yeah. in the Garden um, yeah. Halo Master Chief uh, Collection Season 6 Sea of Thieves, Game of War, Fantasy Star Online, uh, April Member Pack, uh, Apex Legends, Have Faith Weapon Charm, Spellbreak Chapter Two, um, but also with this Game Pass, it comes with um, as they as they continue to add new games, they do take games away, yes. um, and for the most part, you know, for instance, what's leaving this month, Deliver Us the Moon, um, got a Roboto Wargroove. Madden 15 through 25, NHL 18, 19. So, so not much is really leaving this this month, uh, besides a bunch of sports titles. Yeah, but Xbox Game Pass, um, it's great, man. It is. It truly is. And um, <laughs> as 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 we read through this article, and it says, "What is Game Pass, and is it worth it?" Wondering what the Xbox Game Pass has to offer, and is and is it even worth it? The subscription service has grown so much since its launch um the value is unparalleled on the current market for those still flirting with the idea of making the jump there are two options to choose from of course the game pass is 10 bucks whereas the ultimate game pass is 14.99 which includes xbox live um and and it and for the most part it's nothing but a great deal y'all yeah um especially if you're a pickier gamer like myself um i don't play a lot of games but i play a lot of games at the same time i play i'm very picky about what i play because when i play I dive into, yeah. You know, I'm I'm not a 
let's try to beat the storyline in twenty, you know, in fourteen hours and continue yeah. on to something else. If it's got a, at least fifty hour gameplay to a hundred to a three hundred hour gameplay, I'm gonna suck my blood and sweat and tears into it. No, totally, bro. Um, if you're a little pickier when it comes to games, and and most most games are rising to the price of seventy dollars now, mm-hmm. you know, because developers have to, you know, they put so much time and effort. And, and all the mechanics and designs and graphics and, and everything that goes into these games, they have to up the price. Um, the, Xbox, the Xbox Game Pass allows players to access almost 100, 100 plus titles at no additional cost outside the membership. Yeah. Um, including first party day one editions, such as Gears 5, um, and, 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 and Acquire Studios, for instance, like Bethesda through Zenimax. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's an amazing thing. I'm so glad Microsoft did this. They stuck with it, and they have done nothing but make it super, super great, man. Yeah, I agree. And uh, you know, you could play like on like with me. I have the S twenty one Ultra. I could play over fifty cloud enabled games with Xbox Touch. Um, I can also play for the most part. I can play any cloud based games on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which is what I pay for. Um, and uh, so that means if I want to, I can play MLB The Show 21 on my phone. Absolutely. I played Madden 21 the other day on my phone. There was a little bit of lag and stuff yeah. like that. It mainly has to do with my internet connection and stuff. But, I mean, it played, and there was no gameplay lag. It was just, you know, you know, uh, quality lag. So, But you overall, you just think about it as a whole, man. I mean, Xbox Game Pass... Includes, you know, 60 EA play titles and 20 new Bethesda titles with the Zenimax acquisition. So you have like hundreds of games that you can play. Um, and, you know, you and now you they're bringing back Grand Theft Auto V, which is a huge game. It's still constantly growing, which is just nuts as long as it's been out. That's so insane. Uh, <laughs> um but Xbox has this stuff in the bag. They really do. They they got Xbox Game Pass as a whole and as a service just in the bag. Now, when we talk about digital services and stuff like that, you know, PlayStation is still not particularly understanding to... I, I think they're not particularly understanding to their fans uh, and to what fans want and even to what, even to what Xbox offers. PlayStation Now is a subscription service. Um, it, it, it's it's a good service. Like it has, let's say this, it's a good offer. It's nine ninety nine a month, and you can play all these games and all this other stuff. But it does not do what Xbox Game Pass does. Um, don't compare PlayStation Now to Xbox Game Pass because they're two completely different things. Uh, I feel that Sony is really dropping the ball. They're, they're, they can continue to offer things for their players that, I mean, sound good, but at the same time, just don't make sense to me. It does not make sense to me. PlayStation Now subscribers can now download um, the Long Dark Crystal Dynamics um, Marvel's Avengers and Borderlands 3. All these games can be downloaded to your console. And that's cool. When you can do that, when you can download them to your console, that's awesome. But as a broad whole, you you know, I played Marvel's Avengers last night. I got probably, I'd probably say about 40 minutes into it. And from what I'm, I've played so far, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've, I, it's not bad. It's not too bad. But it would be better if it was on a better service. The fact that I have 
access that I pay for PlayStation Now, and I don't have the ability of downloading these games on my console to have a better, you know, uh, a, a better quality overall is ridiculous. Um, because you could do that with pretty much om- like almost every Xbox um, Game Pass title. Correct? Yep. You could do that with almost every one of them. You need to understand like there's only so many places that you can have internet that is able to do full on streaming with with low with barely any drops on quality. You know what I'm saying? I, I live in technically rural Texas. You know that's where we live technically. So we call it the Piney Woods. Well, it's called the Piney Woods. Um, it's technically rural Texas. For the most part, for where I live, the internet service is pretty damn good. Um, the the internet service that that they offer here, we pay hundred something dollars worth a month for, and it does bug me whenever I see other people online uh, that have amazing internet services like Google Fiber, and they're paying a hundred dollars a month to get Google Fiber. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's just where they live. You know, I have a choice, of course, where I live. I could move, but I'm not going to just move just because internet. So, just overall, I want a better service for my um, PlayStation. For my PlayStation, that's it. You know, because I'm going to tell you when when Xbox Series X becomes more available. I've been looking the last couple of days, constantly trying to see. I'm getting updates on my phone when they're restocking. Every time I go. They're sold out. They're harder to find right now than PlayStation Fives are, and um, when it when it when I get the chance, I'm going to buy an Xbox Series X because I want to be able to take advantage of Xbox Game Pass. There's so many games that are coming to it that I could be playing and just having overall fun with, um, and it bugs the shit out of me the way that PlayStation Now as a service is pushed. You know what I'm saying, like. They don't push it like Xbox Game Game Pass. They barely even talk about it. And when they do talk about it, it's only to say, hey, there's a game coming to PlayStation now if you're still playing. You know what I'm no, I, and I absolutely understand that. And, and see, the thing about it is, is Microsoft has advertised and pushed Game Pass so much. It's just, it's out there all the time now. You know, and, and you know, Bethesda, whenever, whenever the newest titles come out there, whether it's exclusive or it's not, It'll be a day one right there. Download, yeah. let's go and play. Yeah. So I just, man. It's you just, just don't ever have to worry about it. Exactly. It's, it's out of sight, out of mind. The, the you only, see some big-ass game coming out from Bethesda Studios, from any Bethesda Studios, any EA game for the most part yep. because it's all on EA Play. If it's a mega game, you're going to be able to jump on it. And I'm, since we're talking about that, I'm going to talk about a topic that we have further down since it's included on it. There's rumors now stating that Battlefield 6 uh, is going to... This, these rumors claim this. Battlefield 6 is going to be an Xbox Game Pass day one um, game. And, the, you know, if that's the case, that's fucking huge. That's huge. It says, could Battlefield 2021 um, uh, be a Xbox Game Pass day one title? Here's what we know as of whatever. And, you know, it kind of goes into a little bit of details. But it says... Tom Henderson threw his weight behind the comment on uh, from the podcast host in a tweet uh, that simply used Robert Redford nogging in a GIF. Um, so I, I think that 
it is a no way fans or buts that this game is that Battlefield Six is going to be a a day one on Xbox because of the deal that they have with EA Play, and that's going to just make it another one of those things. You know, Acti- or Activision has their deal with PlayStation, um, and you know, Xbox has a deal with EA. So, but Xbox deal looks a little bit more enticing. Because you get to play the fucking game for free. If that's the truth, yep. if it is coming to Game Pass, think about all the games, bro. Battlefield, EA Play, all that's tied in. And, and that's another thing. EA Play on PlayStation is completely different than EA Play on Xbox. Is EA it? Play on PlayStation is very limited. EA Play on Xbox has a ton of games. Wow. 60 games? Yeah. And on, on PlayStation, you, you, you got like 15 you know, so look at the services. Don't look at the consoles. Don't look at your, you know, overall aspect. Look, I love my PlayStation 5. I really do. I love the adaptive triggers. I love the dual sense and all this other stuff. But it's almost like Sony's got wrapped up into its own hype. And they're not looking at the bigger picture. You know? They're not. They're not looking at the bigger picture. Xbox. I can, You can literally hold both of the systems next to each other, Bolts. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if on numbers, somehow they still prove that, like, they prove that PlayStation 5 was a better console than Xbox. It doesn't matter. If you have a service like Xbox Game Pass that is offering MLB The Show, NHL, uh, NHL 21, all these EA Play titles, all these Bethesda titles, every Xbox exclusive day one, now the possibility of Battlefield Six being on there day one. You, uh, uh, bro, uh, what was it? Uh, Outriders, yeah, whatever. Outriders yep. is on there. It's yes. on there. It's free. You get to play it day one. Yeah. What I mean, fuck the console wars. And, and, and the, and fuck the, all the shit. <clears throat> PS Five is better than Xbox. Xbox better than PS Five. No, listen. Fuck the systems. Look at look at the overall. What is provided to you as a, as, yes. a, as as an experience? The for user a, experience. That's it. Fuck the UI. I'm tired of talking about the UI. I love J Shock Blast to death. Him and me argue about the UI, whatever else. I agree. With, I agree with you now. Like PlayStation UI definitely needs a lot of help. Okay. Look at the service as a whole. The Xbox. Com- Offers its fans compared to PlayStation, and I'll tell you one thing: what really it's caught my, immensely better. it is, and what really caught my eye and really, really made you focus what Game Pass had to offer, and because when Game Pass first really started coming to light, you know they had a few games here and there, but like to me, the first big title that was available day one for download was the Outer Worlds, yeah. right then and there, boom, and I, I wasn't even expecting that. I don't think anybody was. It just popped up and says, "Hey, here you go." You know, so I mean, j- just that small, that small little leap right there, just expanded everything that Xbox Game Pass provides services. It's just, it's an amazing thing, man. Yeah, it really is. So I, I love, like I said, I love PlayStation. Don't get me wrong. I know I sound like I'm just hating on PlayStation because I, I don't, I don't hate PlayStation. Uh, I'm more of a, I, I'm more of a PlayStation centric player than I am Xbox. I like the PlayStation. I know for a million percent fact that I'm going to like the DualSense more than I am the Xbox controller. Absolutely. You know, no question. But when you look at at, at uh, player offers, 
and services as a whole. Xbox has this entire generation in the bag unless PlayStation does something different. Unless PlayStation finally gets out of this weird-ass rut that they've been in in the last couple of years and says, hey, we got to take this shit seriously. They bought fucking Bethesda. That's what they should be talking about at their fucking shareholder meeting. Listen, and I'll pr- and how I'll- can we make PlayStation Now better? Explain to me how we can get to the point to where people are talking about PlayStation Now and PlayStation Collection and the PS5 and the DualSense. Because honestly, as a gamer that is on social media all the time, people are not talking about fucking PlayStation. People are only talking about buying a PS5. They're not talking about, man... This UI is amazing. Man, PlayStation Now is cool. Man, this is awesome. Yeah, the games, they're beautiful, guys. We know this. We're in 2021. These consoles are super high-end PCs, basically. The games are going to be beautiful. We know that. We're past that. Look at the overall aspect of service. Game Pass is a fucking gamer's dream. Get with the fucking program, guys. Come on, man. What are y'all doing? Like, I respect the shit out of PlayStation, but it irritates me so fucking much. It irritates me so much that it has been years since they have dramatically done changes to their overall systems. You know, I mean, fucking cool. The controller can vibrate and all this shit. That's cool. That's so cool. I can't tell you how cool it is playing Call of Duty with DualSense and, and, and adaptive triggers. But fuck, look at your competition. Look at Xbox. They are rolling over you with a hot fucking iron. There's no coming back from it if you don't do anything better with your services. You have a PlayStation Studio created game by San Diego Studios and PlayStation Studios and whatever. MLB The Show, that day one is available on Xbox Game Pass because MLB did what they did and said, listen, it's, it's going to become de- available day one. Why is this not available for free to PlayStation fans? I don't care about baseball. I don't. I don't mean that in a bad way, but it's just not my, my right. cup of tea. But where are you at, PlayStation? Because I'm telling you right now, you just got beat in a street fight, big time. Yeah. And this was a big, heavy blow. That is all I have been seeing on social media, Bolts. All I've been seeing is how MLB The Show, a PlayStation Studio-made game, is free on Xbox Game Pass day one. And those type of things on social media take people a very far away. Because I'm going to tell you, that's all I hear about. I'm off of my fucking soapbox now, and I hope to God that they wake up. I'm just I'm just waiting to see if you know my my second game that I'm waiting for May, Mass Effect the Legendary Edition. What's well, EA? It's EA. <laughs> <laughs> it comes. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Fuck. And I never. Hey, hey why, why we're still? T- I know this is a long out subject, but this okay. is such a great subject. Think about the hit that say Best Buy, Target, Walmart, GameStop is going to take a hit as far as reserves and buying games if Microsoft continues to put these major titles out there on Game Pass. Well, I think that's a reason why companies like GameStop are already suffering the way that they are. 
You know, you know, I mean, think about it. Why go and reserve when you can just subscribe? Because I, to game see, games? I've already because I, I had paid off in full my physical copy for MLB The Show, and as soon as I heard that it was coming to Game Pass Day One, canceled it. Canceled it. What was the point? Yeah, it's wild to me, man. Yeah, man, it really is. Moving on from that, we got sad news: Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga Saga Saki Saka has been pushed. Out of spring. It says, uh, TT Games shared a tweet announcing the news that the game has been delayed. Basically, not, you know, they always use the word indefinitely. And I don't like that. I don't like the word indefinitely because that just means, you know, to most gamers like, oh, it's never coming out. You know, it's been pushed back. They don't know. They don't have a set date for it, but their, their goal is to try and get it out this year. It says... When Lego Star Wars uh, the Saga, uh, I did it again. Man, you Skywalker to... Saga does release. It'll come to PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Um, but uh, TT Games, listen, this game is going to be amazing. Um, we watched gameplay of it at E3 2019. Me and Katie fell in love with it. It's going to be an unbelievable game. It's going to have a wrap around the entire. Um, saga um, from Star Wars, and I don't care if the game got pushed off. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. Take your time 100% and make the game how you want to make it. Bolts. I don't really care. It's a Lego game. No, <laughs> I'm just saying topic six. Oh, well, I thought we were still talking about No, I, I didn't. Star Wars that's why, you know. Because it's just, it's there. Shut up. What? Don't tell me to hush. Don't make fun. I have of, an opinion on the second a, opinion. You have a miscued opinion. About no, Lego I do games. not. Just because you played a le- like when was the last time you played a Lego game? Jurassic World. Uh, one of the Star Wars ones. I don't huh? Know. One of the Star Wars. It was probably fucking the original. <laughs> it probably was, bro. Uh, I don't even. It's care. So much better now. I'm sure they aren't, but. Oh. <laughs> So rolling into the next big topic of this here bolts subjects, um, Bioware outlines changes you can expect with the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, which cannot come out soon enough. I am biting. Oh, I'm so ready for this to play. I'm Chomping. so ready to play. I'm just telling you, man. Man, so Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Larry, Legend, Larry, Larry. Mass <laughs> Legendary Larry Edition, Edition team at Bioware has outlined all the details of what you can expect in the new upcoming remaster that is Mass Effect: The Legendary Edition. You like how I said all that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, j- just to kind of give you an overshadow, of course, we know Mass Effect is Mass Effect. Um, there's going to be some huge, huge details, um, changes, overall overhaul changes. Um, and I'm just going to kind of go and give you the bullet points that have been addressed. Um, excuse me. Um, abilities have have been rebalanced in the first game. For example, the immunity ability now grants a defensive buff that lasts a brief period of time instead of being a small buff that lasts indefinitely. Um, that's kind of cool. Um, uh, Mass Effect people will know exactly what that is. Um, in the first Mass Effect, accuracy including the rectal bloom. So like when you fire the... Re- <laughs> <laughs> did you did you just say, did you just say rectal bloom? Rectal. Is that what it says? Yeah, rectal. The rectal bloom. You know when you fire the rectal in you know what I'm saying? Oh, is that a gun? It's it's the freaking target, man. Oh. Like the crosshair. 
Why did they just put crosshair blue? I don't know, because it's a rectal on the game. Listen, just shush. I'm listening. In Mass Effect, the accuracy, including the rectal bloom and the weapon sway, um, have been have been tuned across all weapons to allow players to maintain more of a consistent fire. Because let me tell you something, Mass Effect, when you hold that trigger, look at me, that bloom just goes, and your bullets are just like all around the target. It's so bad. It's so bad. Um, you had to like like triple burst, like. I remember the triple burst. Um, so you had to triple burst just to be okay. Or you ran right up real close to him and just like held the trigger. Because you were going to hit him no matter what. Because there's like, ching, 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 ching. Um, let's see. The team uh, The team has also improved the aiming down sights camera view to be tighter on combat so that the ADS is more accurate. Bioware has also improved the aim assist to provide better precision. So back to the nits and grits and the guts of what is being redone, overhauled, and so on and so forth. So, before, uh, um, we're gonna find. I'm gonna tell you about the overview that list um, that the list of overview during the gameplay changes. Shepard can now sprint out of combat, which is awesome. Um, you used to be able to just like turn around and just like slowly jog away. You know, if you're trying to get to cover or something like that, as you're slowly jogging away, they're like ping, 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 shooting in the back. See another one under here. It's like you can now do the roadie run. I'm like, well, I'm not playing it. <laughs> Um, melee attacks are now mapped <laughs> to a button press rather than automatically occurring based on proximity to an enemy. Whoa, what? Yeah, listen, the first Mass Effect, you didn't have it. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was probably you didn't play it long enough. Listen. I, I beat it. I oh, just don't remember. The, the Mass Effect, because you probably never got close enough to a character. Probably. Just listen. <laughs> Mass Effect. It the was a good game. <laughs> in the original Mass Effect, you could sit there and be firing. Pew, 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 pew. And someone come from to your side and get to you, and then they turn around and just like automatically just like throw a like a butt of the, the handle of the gun at them, right? Yeah. All right. Well, and uh, not until I think the second one or the third one, you actually had to press. You could press Y to, you know, melee with your um, Omni Blade or whatever. Yeah. You know, in the first one, you didn't have that. You just wait until they got close to you, and then you automatically just mm -hmm. had like reflex, like a threat. You know, yeah. You know. Um. <laughs> Uh, weapon I don't accuracy. Really like that. What? That it just does it automatically. It did. You could be in the middle of shooting and someone come up on I you. I swear I don't remember that. Yeah, it was it, it was terrible. It was terrible. Uh, weapon accuracy and handling has been significantly improved. The rectal bloom is more controlled. <laughs> weapon sway removed from sniper rifles. Aiming down the sights um, has become tighter. Improved aim assist for the target acquisition. Um, all relevant enemies now take headshot damage in the first game. <sighs> that was that. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, you could sit there and pinpoint someone's skull across the map, and it'd be like, man, they just like brush it off. You could hit them in the head with the sniper rifle, and they just like brush. So it now, off. if you shoot them in the head, yes. they're dead. Yeah, yeah, Good. pretty much. Um, ammo mods, um, anti garnet organic, anti synthetic, etc., can now drop throughout the whole game. That's good. Yeah, previously these stopped dropping at higher levels. They are yeah. now also available to purchase for merchants. That's Good. Cool. Yeah, um, all weapons can be used by. Any class without penalty. That's great. Yeah, because the first one was really, yeah. really bad about that. Yeah. Um, if you were a soldier, you couldn't use like a sniper rifle or some shit like that. It was stupid. It was crazy. Um, all weapons could be used by a class without penalty. If you didn't hear it, they're here again. Uh, weapons cooldown mode is much faster. Um, good. Yeah, uh, I, I can I can deal with that. I, um, I mean, what you like cooldowns? Like, well, being no, it forever? just it, it, it it's just one of those strategy things. You know, you yeah. gotta you gotta conserve your clip, your heat clip, and then run to cover, let it cool down, punch out, pop, pop, pop. You know, just one of those things, bro. Mm -hmm. uh, Medi gel uh, usage has improved. 
Base cooldown reduced. Leveling benefits increased. Increased Liar's bonus to cooldowns. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, inventory management improvements. Items can now be flagged as junk, which I'm a hoarder, so everything in my bin is a junk. Um, all junk items can be converted into Omnigel or sold to merchants at once. Um, inventory and stores now have sorting functionality. Oh, that's neatos. Um, some some abilities have been rebalanced. Weapon powers, uh, for example, those that are unlocked by each weapon's uh, type skill tree have been improved. Effectiveness strength is increased. Duration reduced in some cases. Heat now resets on power activation. That's good. Yes, very much so. Um, after that, um, they had they added some additional gameplay improvements uh, for for uh, for encounters of enemies and how you engage in combat and so on and so forth. One of these changes is the boss encounter on Novaria. The boss room has been slightly re- reworked, but still some familiar, although less cramped. It's um, if I think. Th- I'm trying to figure out which one that is, and I can't remember off the top of my head. It's been a long time since I've played that shit, and I can't remember for the life of me. Of course you can't. <laughs> right. Um, let's see. Other combat updates include squadmates c- can now be commend- commended, commanded, commanded, commanded independently. Oh, good job, bud. Uh, <laughs> commanded uh, independently of each other in the first Mass Effect, the same way you could have done in the second and That's third That's good, one. because I think in the first one, like if you commanded somebody to go over here, they, all, attack, just they like, all just took yeah, off running. Yeah. Uh, some bots f- boss fights and enemies in the first game have been tweaked to be fair for players, but still challenging. I have somewhat of an issue with that. Why? Because t- some of the the boss fights in the first one mm-hmm. really challenged your skills, and I really really loved it. Like um, when you're facing off uh, against um, Liara's mom mm-hmm. in uh, in the first Mass Effect. Yeah, I mean she's a she's a teetotal badass, bro. Yeah, and if you ain't got your shit down, you dead. You know when you face off Saren in the last battle, if you ain't got your shit together, you teetotal done, bro. Yeah, you know it's just one of those things. So I'm kind of okay with that. You know it is what it is. Um, cover has been improved across the trilogy. Um, additional cover added to some encounters. Entering the XP cover is more reliable. That's good because the first mm-hmm. one was awful. Um, XP has been rebalanced in the first game. Um, and ammo drops have been rebalanced in Mass Effect 2. That's one of the biggest things. In Mass Effect 2, it, if you got to a point where you didn't have no ammo, it was almost impossible to find some, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Um, let's see. Um, of course, we know that Mass Effect, you're able to drive the M35 Mako. 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 However you want to say it. It doesn't really matter. Um, it's a cool six-wheel tank, basically, with thrusters and a cannon. Um, it's, it has improved handling, improved camera controls. Shields. The shields will recharge faster. Thrusters. Thrusters. Thrusters will add some speed boost. Uh, there's no XP penalty while in the Mako. Uh, which means if you used to be, if you would kill enemies inside the Mako, you wouldn't get the XP. Yeah. Um, so if you were killing a Goliath, big Geth tank thing, mm-hmm. you'd never get the XP for it. Uh, touching lava no longer results in an instant mission failure, which is a good thing. That's good. Um, instead, just deals damage. So uh, definitely some improvements along those sites, especially that uh, that instant mission failure. You just barely touch it and you're done, bro. You're done. Yeah. Um, let's see. Also, um, Bioware has also added the Mass Effect Genesis comics by Dark Horse into the base experience before Mass Effect 2 and 3 as an optional experience. So players can make choices from previous games no matter where they choose to start. So, for instance, if anybody doesn't know, Genesis was an amazing DLC, which um, 
for those who didn't want to suffer through the first one, um, they could have definitely did the Genesis DLC, which basically was a comic book form. They read what happened in the first game, and as you're reading or paying attention, it gives you the choices that you wanted to make. For instance, if your love interest was either, um, if you're a male ship, um, if it was Liara or Ashley. Um, did you uh, did you uh, did, did you save the Arachnid or did you kill them? Mm -hmm. Did you uh, shoot Rex or did you save Rex or who, did you kill Ashley or did you kill Caden? So the Genesis Comics DLC is really really awesome. And if you start with the third Mass Effect, it'll give you a Genesis comic for the first one and the second one where you can base all your choices without ever playing the game. Mm -hmm. um, which is to me was one of the greatest DLCs that they ever that, that anybody has ever put out. Um, with uh, uh, you can also expect additional enhancements such as new unified launcher for all three games, includes trilogy wide settings for subtitles, languages. Um, saves are still unique for each game. Updated character creator options, as mentioned above. The femship from Mass Effect 3 is now the new default female option for all three games, which is a great thing because femship in the first one was a llama, it was ridiculous. It was so bad. It was so bad. Um, achievements across the trilogy have been updated. Uh, new achievements have been added to the trilogy. Uh, for instance, progress for some achievements can now carry uh, over across all three games. For instance, kill 250 enemies across all three games. It's a, it's an achievement. Yeah. Well, there's some good ones I can get because I have all. Th those Jesus. are the only three games that I've ever completed. I'm so, going to sleep over those updates. I know, right? <laughs> no, um, no, you good. Um, There's a lot of fucking updates. No, there is. Uh, the um, the integrated weapons and armor DLC packs they will be available, but you'll have to you but you'll purchase them through merchants. Mm -hmm. So you'll still have to pay for them, but you'll pay worth paying with them in game currency. So if you if you you see a you know a seller and be like, hey, can I buy that uh that that Predator cannon pistol? So, um, hmm. yeah, w which is a good thing because if they gave you all the DLC weapons, mm -hmm. you pretty much start out with a total teetotal badass, and that just wouldn't, in some in some cases, wouldn't be fair. Teetotal badass. <laughs> um, but I will say this: the recon hood and the Cerberus Ajax armor all available mm -hmm. at the start of each game. So I'll be able to at least equip those for each game. Additional gameplay and quality of life improvements. Audio is remixed and enhanced across all games. Hundreds of legacy bugs from the original releases are fixed. Nat uh, native controller and 21.9 display support on PC with DirectX compatibility. Um, and that is kind of the end of it. Oh, but God. Um, there's one thing. I'm trying to figure it out. Hold on. Let me find like it. Like it's free on Game Pass. No. Uh, the more content you complete across the entire trilogy, the more likely you'll be prepared for the final fights in the conclusion. Of course, yeah, we know yeah, that's that that's a given. Of course, you know the, the the biggest thing, of course, is the suicide mission of Mass Effect Two. Mm -hmm. um, that one right there, you can lose squad squad members across the board without even thinking twice. You got to put the right people in the right places and give them the right roles, or they will all die, and then you'll be sad because you'll be the only one on the damn plane going, "What the hell just happened?" So. Um, and this is another thing that, uh, last but not least, of course, um, one, it'll be released on May 14th. Um, it's crazy. I know. It's just around the corner. Just basically a month and seven yeah. days away. Also, playing the first two games and carrying out, carrying over your progress is the most reliable way to get the best results in the final hour, hours of the Reaper War. 
The extended cut ending is also now the game's default finale. <sighs> <laughs> well, you should have guessed that, Bolts. Okay. This, I have a huge, huge issue. I know it's a Why? default. Because I know it's a default. Now, will I still be able to have the choice of any of the endings that I want? Most likely, probably, somewhat. Yeah. But there was so much whining and bitching and crying over the ending of Mass Effect 3 for no damn reason. And then we make this extended cut the default finale. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a second. So you don't have the ability of of choosing now? I, I, don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It just is a, it's the default. Now, it's the default. If you don't do anything or wh whether you don't pit, uh, renegade or paragon or whatever, as you just go in and play the game and finish it, uh -huh. if that's the ending you get. Now, if I'm able to go in there and... and Destroy the Weepers or superimpose myself on the Reapers. That's a different story. But if this this is the default, and this is default meaning the only finale, I will be upset. Yeah, I'll be upset too. <clears throat> I, you should still be able to have the choice. What? What? Is, I mean, I, you better. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't. What's know. the point of doing the choices throughout the game if you don't have the? They didn't have that set originally, did they? No, the, the update gave you the 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 original the original update on the third one that after they put this new extended cut finale uh -huh. in, you still was able to do all the choices. Yeah. Okay, but I'm just saying it. Just I don't like the way that reads. That's all. Me either. I just needed I need proof that says hey you can still do this shit. That's a little sketch. I'm just saying because no. I loved my endings. I yeah, loved all no, the no, endings. No, I did too. I just I I, think I thought I chose it, what was the ones where it was like you know. There's there green. Uh, that's where he superimposes himself because he's a synthetic. Yeah. Superimposes himself on the Reapers to help and and let everyone know that hey, Reapers humans are okay. Yeah. And that's where they coexisted. Coexisted co co and they advanced together. society and, then, and all yeah, that. Yeah. And then the other one is where he can destroy the Reapers from within the neurological. You know. I'm pretty sure I did the uh, the the one you just talked about, the green one. See, see, I, I destroyed the fuck out of him the first time. <laughs> I think I coexisted. Anyway, so that's crazy. I hope that's not the case, that you can't really particularly choose. But moving on from that, um, rumor uh, meal is uh, turning pretty heavy right now. Remedy is possibly working on a PlayStation exclusive title with Sony. Um, Claire Brumley... Um, a uh, global external producer at PlayStation Studios has been sharing a number of staffing announcements from Remedy em uh, employees recently, including posts from the COO, communications director, and the audio designer. While it's not usually for Brumley to share third-party uh, employees' opportunities, the sheer quality coming from Remedy is... Enough to raise eyebrows. The last time she did something like this and started sharing and retweeting a bunch of job opportunities is when Sumo Digital um, uh, was working on Sackboy A Big Adventure. Um, and also House Marquee um, was working on Returnal. So there's very big possibility that Remedy is working on a really, really big uh, exclusive for PlayStation. It shows right here on Twitter. It says, as far as I'm aware, the rumors are true. It says, you know, the other Remedy game. And he says, yeah, the other Remedy game. It's a Sony game. Okay. He 
blacked out this person on Twitter blacked out the other person he was talking to. Um, I don't know who this is. Uh, it says co-founder of Xbox Air.com and co-host of Xbox Air podcast. But supposedly his source is stating that it is a PlayStation exclusive game. So this would be pretty big. Um, if Remedy comes out with an exclusive PlayStation game, that would be awesome. We'll just have to wait and see. So, Bolts, let's talk about this next topic. Man, look. And then we'll we'll move on to our last topic. I need this game to come out already. I know. I, I, know, I know being patient is a good thing, especially for a big title that this is, but I'm ready for this to come out. Um, I've, I've completed completed the other one with all the DLC just here recently. Um, but the game we're referring to is Dying Light 2. Uh, we first saw this <laughs> first saw this in, in actual gameplay at E3 when we went a couple years ago. And it was nothing but spectacular. Mm-hmm. It truly was. Um, but this little article says Dying Light 2, the map will be four times bigger than the original. Um, and that's going to be pretty big. Because the, the 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 original Dying Light map was was no, it was it, it got to the point where I was starting to use fast, fast travel. Well, this is going to be big because it <laughs> says it even says on here that the map is more vertical, which means it's going to be four times bigger this way and then four, four times, times bigger this, this way. way. Much taller buildings, but but much that's more to move but, but from what we saw at E three. Um, it should and probably needs to be that big because if you're able to make choices that can change the environment around you, you want to have huge sections of map that you can go to that changes and looks different completely from another one another. Yeah, and I mean, the, we I think we can all agree that we know the game is going to be great because right now their you know their goal with new consoles in general is for these games to be 4K 60 frames per second. That's what it's. That's what they're pushing for. Um, it does say we make every effort to ensure the game's quality on PS4 and Xbox at the highest level. We started testing on the older uh, generation consoles much earlier than in other projects. So <laughs> it's kind of a shot to. I don't, I'm sure it probably wasn't intentional at all, but this is kind of a shot to CD Projekt Red. Right, right. We started, you know, looking at this long ahead of time. Says the estimate, uh, the estimate, uh, oh my god, the estimate that the map, uh, in Dying Light 2 is four times bigger than the original game is most precise, is the most precise estimate that we can provide. The map of Dying Light 2 is much more vertical and gives many more exploration opportunities, so the city feels even bigger than it is. So, very excited for this. They did that recent little update video, uh, I think two weeks ago. Uh, and it was just the devs saying, listen, we're all, we all know you're excited. They were actually reading tweets from Twitter. And it was like, uh, you know, is this game even still fucking being made? <laughs> and then this other one, it was like, you know, can you just hurry up and bring the fucking game out and all this? And we're like, listen, we're very excited as well as we can tell you are, you, we know that you want the game, but just understand that we're trying to make this game the best that we possibly can. So I'm glad. I'm glad. Take your time. That's it, bro. I, I still feel that they are going to bring it out this year, and there is still the possibility of uh, another delay. But I think, I personally think the delays are over. I'd be shocked if they did another delay. Um, but I think it's going to come out probably September you know what I'm saying? September no, or October yeah. this year. If if not, it'll be early, early or middle ho- holiday. 
yeah. that November range, you know? Yeah. <sighs> okay, so, goodness. I'm so fucking tired. Godzilla versus King Kong. Came out the other day. So far, everyone's been loving it. But me and Bolt are here to give our opinions. So, first and foremost, let me just start off by saying this. Okay. We kind of all had a speculation of exactly what was going to happen in this movie. But... I had my speculations. We, we really got that confirmation... Whenever Funko Pop released the Mecha Godzilla yeah. as a Funko Pop, and it, it, it is what it is, but it, it was like, well, damn. Yeah, you but know, my, my speculation was shot to shit because if I can remember right, in the original Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, um, Mecha Godzilla looked like Godzilla at first, didn't he? Yes, I think so, yes. Yeah, and then like he was like you know or some shit and he like looked like a robot. That's so that's sad. what I thought was going to happen. I thought that, you know, we all saw in the trailers oh, for some reason Godzilla's hurting people and we don't know why. <laughs> so I was like, I know why. It's cause it's not fucking Godzilla. It's fucking Mecha Godzilla, but I was totally proven wrong. I thought that Mecha Godzilla was gonna be going out there fucking shit up, being a dickhead. You know, whatever else. And then Godzilla was going to pop up. It's not the case. But either way, to kind of keep things from spoiling it for people that haven't seen it yet. Overall aspect of this movie was great. Amazing. From start to finish. The the music, the cinematography, the visuals, the, the video effects. I mean, everything. CGI was just impeccable. And... Bolts went and watched it in the movie theater. I watched it here at the house. And um, the only thing that I will say that I hated watching at the house is that when those movies first launch on HBO Max, like, you know, within a 24-hour time span of them launching, there's an issue with watching them. It's like you have to sit and watch them constantly because there's so many people trying to watch oh them. yeah you know what i'm saying there's an issue with you know pausing it or rewinding it so like i paused it at like 48 minutes because me and daryl were watching it and we were putting the kids in bed and um i went i pushed play started back at the beginning and i was like i looked at it, i was like we're gonna have to finish this tomorrow i'm not fucking watching this another 48 minutes of the same exact shit over again so by by the end of it i ended up you know coming home and uh, from work and watching it by myself and I just fucking loved it. The action scenes were great. Dude, bro, the fights between Kong and Zilla oh my were God, epic. Bro. The center earth, the just everything. Man, 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 when he walked in and finally just picked up that axe and just said and sat down at that shit. Bro. Oh man. I was like, yeah. It was great. It was great. So good. The man. connection too that Kong had with the little girl and all this other stuff. It was so cool, man. I think it was a, a a much more surprising film than what I expected. I kind of thought, I'm like, I know how it's going to go. It's going to be two monsters, you know, fighting one another. But there was a, a lot more of like an emotional kind of thing. It made you kind of feel for Kong a little bit more than Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Because Godzilla, when I watched the first one and stuff like that, I was like, oh, yeah, he's a hero. You know, and then. Well, so, you know, and to think about it, what really helped it along was uh, going back to the evolution 
uh, bases of people. Yeah. Whenever he learned, whenever he was learned, he learned sign language. Yeah. It made him more human. Yeah. Made him more relatable. You yeah. know. So. It was it was great, man. I think that Kong Skull Island was a really good movie, and um, you kind of had that unknown feeling about Kong. Like you you knew that he was a good guy. But at the same time, you were kind of like, he can probably fuck a bunch of shit up. Mm -hmm. So we want to stay on his good side. But this time around, it it almost kind of drew Godzilla into the villain aspect. Mm -hmm. You know, almost through the whole movie. Yep. You kind of were like, why the fuck is King Kong being such a dick? Or King Kong, Godzilla. Why is (laughs) Godzilla being such a dick? And of course, you find out later why. Um, But because he don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't care if people are dying or whatever else. He's like they're they're ants to him, right? And so, all, all he can do is since since Ghidorah, you know, uh-huh. sin, you know. So yeah. yeah. So, um, I just overall just thought it was a really great movie. I thought the pacing was fantastic. I thought the overall visuals were good. The story. I don't think there was ever a time that I was like, okay, that's dumb. Um, they just really did a good job with this film. I tell you one thing now. I don't know if they'll make another one or how they continue, but I want a full movie of these big ass monsters in the center of Earth, bro. Oh yeah, that would be. You, great. you know when he would, King Kong's running through there and he gets those winged creatures. Yeah. Dude, when that winged creature wrapped around, oh, and started bro. suffocating him. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, man. <laughs> but I would love to see another Godzilla film or Kong film. I would love to see that. And uh, the one thing I was kind of disappointed in, I was really expecting to see Brie Larson in this movie. And I, I guess I didn't think about it until now, but, you know, she wasn't in there. It would have been really cool to see her in there because I thought she did great in Kong Skull Island. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so either way. It's um, a good movie, man. It's a good movie. I was very, very impressed. So with that being said, this is episode... Two or God, three twenty-three. Three twenty-three. Episode three twenty-three of the Second Opinion Podcast. Now shut up and listen to this fucking badass outro. Was that fun? Yeah, that was fun. This was another opinionated episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Check out the podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, iTunes, and Cinelinks.com. Also, check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Second Opinion Podcast, for tons of gaming content coming soon.